Where is it? There you are. Come on. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Time for some coffee. Coffee. Boom, 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 boom. Any day now. Mr. Computer. Oh, I got to watch the latest Picard episode. Trying to figure out what I'm going to do today. And it's one thing. This show's another thing, if it ever wants to play. That's ridiculous. Come on. Well, we just might. But if I bypass it, then uh, it's going to plug anyway. So you're going to have to be patient here. April Fool's Day. It was my friend's birthday today that I lost six months ago. Happy birthday, Stacy. Okay, fuck it. I ain't waiting for it. Sorry, we're just going to go right into this. The song here and into the show. Oh, 
Kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is April 1st. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Ha-ha. Can't wait for all the jokes played on today. So welcome to another episode of the Red Pill Show. Today is Saturday, April 1st, 2023. This show is for entertainment, educational purposes only. Please use it your own risk. Show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. Although I think they're turning into a weather channel, which is fine. So uh, no part of this can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. That our written consent, or you can just ask. Finally, this show is opinionated. The host, especially callers, guests. People that are naughty in the chat room that are coming in now are and always will be opinionated under no circumstances whatsoever is should opinions be taken as advice. If you're seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field there. Little Tommy Hankman, no, that's his name, broadcasting live. From the state of Colorado, where, I mean, uh, I don't think I've been to a more beautiful state uh, or lived in one yet, other than Florida. Somebody wants to call in already? Really? Okay. Oh, do that again. That, That pops up way too fast. Way too fast. If you want to talk, I'm watching the chat room, which is kind of rare. But, uh, yeah, you want to join the show, um, feel free. I will, uh, if it would last longer, I would have brought you on. Do you want to come on? Try it again. Before I get into this stuff, got people popping in. Here we go. Wow. Okay, here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hello. 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 
What's going on? Nothing. How old are you? Hello. Okay, I think somebody got a hold of mom's phone. <laughs> Hello. How do I? What can I? What? What's going on? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. You don't know? Why'd you call in then? I just wanted one. Okay. All right. So anyway, I'm, I metered him. So hi. Uh, hello. Did. <laughs> okay. Good. I don't know how to hang up on people. That's uh, <laughs> that's a new one. Hmm. Hello. I don't think anybody's still there. Are they? You should not be listening to this show if you're under 18. Okay? It is explicit and pretty clear on that. Um, and you threw me off my cadence. And you just might get blocked, which that's the first person I've ever blocked. All right. Not for kids. Go do your homework. Go read some books. Go outside and play. Do something. But get off the internet <laughs> in your mom's phone or your, God forbid, your own phone. Okay. So we're going to get into this. Good morning, by the way. That really threw me off. I don't even know. I wonder. Now I got to figure this out because that was not. That was totally unexpected. Totally. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to hang up on myself or whatever. Podbean. The original red pill show. Trust me, I'll get the show started here. I just things I've never ran into this pill show. And I've never really had to do that. Okay, here at live. Okay. okay. Oh, no, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to get into a loop. Okay. Uh, there's me. Invite a speaker. Join now. Okay, now how do I hang up on me? I'm in here. Invite a speaker, follow, admin, black. I'm going to talk. Hey, hang on a second. Just be a little, little patient here. Because if somebody calls in and I don't want to hear them, I need to figure that out. It's either that or I end the show. 
if I got somebody on here that I can't get rid of, <laughs> that that's why. So, and I am talking. There's some things that you just cannot predict, which is kind of the basis of the show here. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to um, spend too much more time on this. And the only way I can do that is to block somebody. And I don't want to do that. But I guess I might have to. All right. So welcome to another exciting episode. You appreciate what? And oh, whatever. No. Sorry, ma'am, dude, whatever. Sin. I'm going to say you're a woman. Am I right or am I wrong? Blocking the child. Oh, now, now it sounds like I'm blocking baby yoga. Fucking the child. He's finally got a lightsaber. Do you watch that show? I also got to watch Picard, which was a horrible show the first two years until the third year. And the show is just freaking off the charts now. Anyway, block the child. Hmm. The show is not for kids. Put it that way. Okay. So. This episode has been uh, inspired along with this show in saying and thinking my opinions and my observations, and that's why I do it. There's really no other reason than that. And I have to preface this with what happened yesterday. So has anybody ever told you, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I'm sure... I'm sure your mom, your dad at one time when you were a kid, teacher, it usually happens when you're in trouble, you know, and then you're defending yourself and you know, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Well, I heard that phrase yesterday and I was asked previously about something. So, of course, I gave my opinion and feedback, and uh, it wasn't well-received. So, my response to that is, if you don't want to know, don't ask, okay? If you don't want to know about something, don't look into it, okay? If you don't want somebody's opinion, don't ask, but have the open-mindedness to be prepared to hear what you don't want to hear instead of what you do want to hear. Okay. Does that make any sense? You probably heard this too from your significant other or your kids or I got, you would say it to your kids. You shouldn't say that though. Shouldn't hang up on them either, but I had to. So this got me to thinking, because it really bothered me yesterday. And the only thing that we have as individuals and then society on a macro level, sociology, is our experience and knowledge and education and indoctrination and everything else that you want to throw into there. And if you share that or God forbid you relate it 
to your individual experience, nobody wants to hear it. Really? Why? You asked me, I can only, I have been taught and indoctrinated through a lot of therapy, a lot of self-help group, a lot of books that you can always relate to yourself because number one, you should. And number two, you can't get in any trouble and you can't piss anybody off. But now I just learned a lesson that when I still do that and I will do that and I will continue to do that, that still, oh, nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> really? Okay. Then again, don't ask. Now, what I was going to do, and I'm still going to do it in this episode of things in my life, people don't want to hear anything from individual to professional career experience being an American, being a white male, 59 years old, doing a stupid podcast, all this kind of stuff. So that, that got me thinking into my head. Things people would don't, don't want to hear. However, however, and I don't know if you found this to be true, but when somebody says something about you, for some reason, they want to hear that. And I'm like, okay. And then when things got back to me that somebody said something about me, and then I confronted them or the powers that be, oh, I, I don't really care about that. I don't, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. Dismissive. Hmm. But you still hear about it. There's some things I don't want to hear either is like talking shit about me or talking shit about my friends or any family members or anybody, anybody really, because I just don't want to hear that. And I don't want to hear a kid calling in on my show either. Sorry. There's just some things that I just collectively am based on. I don't want to say right and wrong, but I mean, just I just don't think a five-year-old kid should be calling into the show, let alone listen to it. Uh, so there's just some things that I don't want to hear either. Principle, based on principle, it's early, and I just finished my cup of coffee. So hopefully I can get out of first gear here and get to the point, but there, there really is no other point than I'm just going to start sharing shit that I've heard that I didn't want to hear. Because if you want to play that game, here we go. Sin says, many people, oh, you've been on here before, haven't you? Many don't want to hear that which makes them uncomfortable. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know what? Tough shit. Because you made me, not you, you made me uncomfortable. And what, what really gets me is that, so if you're in situations or a situation that you've experienced 
personally, professionally, whatever, like on this show, doing the show. And you go, you know what? I've been through this before. And this is what I did. So, so let's say we're fucking lost in the jungle. You know, I was like, well, I've done this before. I know how to get out of here. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. What? Or there's a, there's a, uh, you're in an aircraft. I mean, there's so many stupid fucking analogies I can use. We're all up in an aircraft and the captain dies and all this fucking fake movie, bad movie scenarios like airport. If you're all the airport movies, if you're old enough to remember those, they were horrible. But there was always one guy on the plane that could fly the plane and land it or whatever. Oh, I could. I used to be a pilot. I could fly the plane. Oh, shut up. Nobody wants to hear that. What? I, and that would, that's what I was be, being told yesterday. There's a situation that I've been through. And I was asked, so I shared it. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. Well, why the fuck are you asking me then? And if I don't know or haven't been through it, I like just freaking 10 minutes ago, some kid calls on my show. I don't know how to hang up on him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to handle that. But when there's things that you've navigated through in your personal life or professional life, and you're asked about it and you respond with, well, this is what I did and dealt with it. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> what? Nobody wants to hear. I just start right now. I'll just start with a couple that's going on here. Nobody wants to hear that the real inflation rate is 15%. Nobody wants to hear that a previous sitting president is being prosecuted and i don't give a shit who it is because we're turning into a banana republic nobody wants to hear that you're going to destroy our system by taking a former president and charging him with a misdemeanor because you want to whatever your intentions are that is going to destroy The only system that's been a, well, I guess Rome was a republic, but look what happened to them. But if you start taking leaders and destroying them or former leaders, uh, you're going to destroy our system. But nobody wants to hear that. I don't know if it's dismissiveness. I don't know if it's apathy. I don't know if people don't care, but you should. But you should. So some things that I've heard that I'm going back and, oh my God, I could do. Well, actually, I'm going to write a book about it because I'm kind of getting sick of saying shit and people don't want to hear it. The only time they want to hear it is if you're charging them. Well, Tim, what would you do this in situation, you know, being in your industry for 40 years and running a business? See, now I sound like a narcissistic asshole, you know, but I shouldn't have to preface that with what you already know. Because that's not what it's about. It's not me having the bigger dick. And hope that five-year-old ain't listening. It's you asked me a question. I'm going to tell you what I did. And if you don't want to listen to it, don't. But don't 
tell me, well, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear self-help books that helped you deal with a fucking sociopath, which I'm reading right now, because I want to get through that. And I want to understand these fucking sick people. Why? Because I do. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. Why would you want to do that? Because if you don't, you're going to go fucking insane because you don't know what you're dealing with. And there's no way you can until it's too late and you're ultimately destroyed. Well, nobody wants to hear that. Well, I, I can promise you when you're going through it and you're ready to go into psych ward yourself and lose your fucking mind, you're going to want to hear it. Or you come home and your significant other dropped dead of a heart attack and you're a counselor for dealing with people and it's your job to deal with them and help them get through their grieving process. When you find out all the shit you've been taught and telling your patients is wrong because now you're going through it. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. Really? <laughs> I beg to differ. You know why? Because you haven't gone through it. And you think you can get through it. You think you can muddle through it. You think you can do it on your own. You don't need anybody's help. You're not going to ask questions. For a lot of reasons. Indoctrination, tribalism, religion, gender, role-playing, what we're supposed to be doing and god forbid you ever ask anybody for any help because that's a sign of weakness when i think it's a sign of strength but the worst thing somebody can hear is if you're asked a question or if you're looking for help and somebody responds nobody wants to hear that <laughs> that that literally pissed me off real bad real bad So some things, some things, and this is just gonna, this is gonna come out. There's no list. There's no nothing. Some might not be a big deal to somebody. Some might, I don't know, but you know, you're kind of taught to shut up. Oh, well, you know, there might, there might be election fraud. Nobody wants to hear that. You know, there might be, um, a takeover of our government, uh, on the inside, Oh, no, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> There's so many things. You go to your boss and go, hey, you know, and this didn't happen to me, but I've done it in the past because I just learned not to do this anymore. But if there's problems that you see, I, I swear to God, being a business owner is a curse. Just like being and a very attractive man or woman. Everybody thinks it's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You're so handsome. It's a fucking curse. Okay. And being a business owner, former business owner specifically is a curse because you've navigated through it and you see what's going on. And you go, you know, I, I got a suggestion or some feedback, you know, if you want to hear it. Oh yeah, sure. We want to hear it. And then you tell them and oh, no, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> okay. Why? So you just want to figure it out on your own, which I think it's, I think it's a power thing. 
And and it's actually people think it's a sign that, yeah, it's a sign of weakness because you go, yeah, I don't know how to figure this out. And I'm going to do it by trial and error and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to figure it out on my own. Well, that's a lot of pain and suffering and could be very expensive, whether it's going to cost you money, whether it's personal or in business. Why would you not seek out somebody that's been through it and has navigated through it successfully and ask them, how did you do that? But apparently nobody wants to hear that. So do you want to hear some of the shit I've heard going all the way back to, I mean, I'll go back to high school. I don't want to get into the kids stuff. But I'll tell you some of the things that I don't want to fucking hear, which I think is legitimate. Like, for instance... I think I'll go back to teenage years with my dad, rest his soul. So one, so one night I'm driving my Grand Torino home. I actually just saw one on the road yesterday going to Boulder. And I'm like, that's a pretty cool car, man. And I had one. And uh, one night I was driving home from work after school, go to school go to work, high school. And uh, another kid had a cutlass and him and I were racing. Long story short, I lost control of the car and uh, pretty much totaled the car and went home and told my dad, who of course was drunk and said, uh, I said, dad, you know, I'm, I'm okay. The car's all right. You know, sorry. And uh, I almost died. And he goes, I wish you should have. That's the kind of shit you don't want to hear. Nobody wants to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Why the fuck would you say that? So fast forward, I don't know, two, three years later. Graduate from high school. Dad, this ain't all about dad, so don't worry about it. Dad says in a drunken stupor, well, I can pay you to go to college and... Uh, you know, whatever, or you can work for me and in five years make 50 grand and run half the company. It never happened. I don't want to hear that. Some things I don't want to hear. Somebody else did, and they still are. But for some reason... We're supposed to take people's bullshit and lies for them to get you to do what they want you to, to, to do, i.e. use you. And most of us can't recognize it. But you just trust because it's family. You just trust what they say. Family, friends, you know these people all your life, whatever. But they say things they should never say. But that seems to be acceptable. But then when you're asked a question about something, they don't want to hear it. <sighs> what else? 
God, there's just so there's so much running through my head, and I'm trying to take it and put it into verbal form where it makes sense. A lot of relationship stuff, marriage, 27 years of marriage, raising two kids, which were pretty much exemplary until they turned 18. That's another thing. And you see, you see a couple going through some problems, either in their marriage or raising their kids. And of course, they, they may ask you or confide in you, or you're just so heartbroken by it, and you feel their pain if you're an empath like me, and, and you kind of, you know, gently say, you know, well, I went through this with my kids, and this is what I did, uh, but that's another thing where, oh, people, people don't want to hear it. Really? Why? I'm not saying do what I do. Do what I did trying to help you navigate through a very painful again probably extremely costly situation but people don't want to hear that oh no it's okay so i i'm i'm sharing shit believe me i'm not when i talk about this stuff this is like fucking therapy for me okay and not that I don't need it. I mean, who don't? If you're going to be perfectly honest with yourself, <laughs> I think everybody needs some type of fucking therapy. I really do. Um, and it's okay. And there's and there's more and more. I've ran into it in business. It's like, Tim, how can we make money when I ran my company for 20 years? Or not, how, how can we make money? Fuck, I can tell you that. How can we save money? And I would say it and this and that and everything else. And it was all dismissive. Or, or they would do some of the things that I said and it worked and then they take the credit for it. <laughs> it's like, okay. But that was the exception to the rule. That was a real asshole to do something like that. But I am not going to sit here. I have more questions than answers. And that's why I do this too. And I'm sure I'm sure you do as well. You spend what? You spend somebody else popped in. So you spend I, I re, I'm really not there's really no structure here. I'm just trying to resonate and say something. Say one thing that resonates with somebody out there. Yeah. Oh, that's just life and that's what you deal with. It's like, yeah, but do you know how damaging that is to say to somebody? Especially a kid. Well, I'm coming home from school, my dad, and kids are picking on me and they're saying this and they're saying that. Oh, nobody wants to hear that, son, daughter. Just deal with it. That's school. Kids are mean. What? Or even you ask them, so how was school today, Timmy? Well, you got kids picking on me. One guy wants to beat me up and it's like, oh, well, you know what? Nobody wants to hear that. Well, what do you want to hear? You can't shut people down like that. You just can't. 
Nobody wants to hear in 2008 when the meltdown happened, and it's happening again now. And nobody wanted to hear how fucked up the, the financial and banking system is. <laughs> and, and I'm watching Bloomberg since this shit happened. And all these financial guru experts, because they're told what to say. Oh, well, you know, we're, we got to fix the banking system. You know how you fix the banking system? Leaves pe leaves people, leave people's money in the fucking bank. And quit taking it and going to the casino and gambling it and losing it. That's how you fix it. Well, we got to figure out what happened and this and that and more regulatory stuff and people weren't doing their job and it was horrible management. No, you're taking someone else's fucking money to the casino and betting you're going to get a return on it. And when you lose it and the money isn't there for the people to come, and most people don't even know this. They take your fucking money and throw it into what they want to is investments. Derivatives. Treasury notes, treasury bonds, treasury bills at low interest rates. And then when the rates go up, those bonds lose value and they're losing their ass. And then you have a financial crisis. So people want to get their money out of the bank. It's called a run on the bank. So you think you have all your money in there when they're the bank's taking 90% of it and fucking putting it on the color black on a roulette wheel, and then you wonder why the banking system is it doesn't work? Oh, it was mismanagement. It was this. No, it's not your fucking money. Oh, we got to make sure everybody's competent about the banking system. The people don't know the banking system. But people don't want to hear that either. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Apparently not. Nobody wants to hear about Bitcoin. Nobody wants to hear how the dollar is being weaponized. Now it's going to be against us. Wait, wait till FedCoin comes out in July. Because what these assholes did is, a, well, Bitcoin's a threat and cryptocurrency is a threat. And it doesn't work in this and that. Oh, really? Tell El Salvador and the president of that country that, okay? Because that's their currency right now. But nobody wants to hear about Bitcoin, this and that. No, 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 no. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's, it's used in drug deals and it can't be traced. Oh, like a briefcase full of fucking $100 bills doesn't pay off the fucking drug cartel? No, you never see that. I mean, I've never seen it, but I've seen it in the movie. Just might as well put a big Bitcoin sign on the suitcase, I guess. But what these assholes did is they took blockchain technology because of Bitcoin. And they're going to use that coming in July with FedCoin or FedNow, whatever the fuck it is, FedNow. And you're not going to be able to spend or earn a dollar without them knowing it. And if you do things they don't want you to do politically, then or saving the environment or whatever the fuck they think, then they're going to pretty much control how you spend your money. But nobody wants to hear that. You can't say that. You shouldn't say that. Well, you're going to find out.
Tim, you know, there's problems here. Blah, 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 blah. What do you think? What should we do? What would you do? Well, I, I would change your dispatch system for sure. And I would, I would make it self-dispatching instead of having somebody sit in a fucking chair that has no idea what they're doing. Well, you can't say nobody wants to hear that. I took my wife and mother of two children and trained her to be a dispatcher in our basement when we started our fucking business. And she can run and has can run any office in this industry blindfolded. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. I don't even like the bitch anymore. I don't care about her. That person's dead to me. The person I married is dead. The one that divorced me is alive and well, trust me. Regardless of that, doesn't change the experience and the knowledge and the learning curve to have somebody run an office flawlessly. Nobody wants to hear that. I'm like, okay, you know, I, I give up. What? Okay, then what's the point of experience when you're going, to, going for a job in your resume and all your experiences? And then you just look. It, it's amazing because every time I've been hired, oh, we like your resume and everything else and experience. I just had this happen the other day, you know, and I'm like, yeah, okay, thanks, this and that. And everything's great and marvelous and wonderful. And, oh, wow, we really need somebody like you. And what do you think you should be being paid? And I go, well, at least 45 to 50 an hour. Okay, yeah, that's that's acceptable. And then they hire you. It's kind of it's like an asshole guy, you know, optically finds this hot chick. Sorry, woman. And, uh, uh, you know, I think you're hot. Let's go out. This and that. This and have some dates and dinner. Get to know each other. And then you get her in the sack and you fuck her and you dump her. It's, it, it's, the, same, it's the same thing in my experience with a job. Oh, oh, you're a hot bitch, Tim. You did this. You did that. You've done all that. You didn't. This is great. You've been doing it for 40 years. Then they hire you. And then when things come up or they ask you, you know, based on what was on your own fucking resume when they hired you and they ask you a question and you respond to it, nobody wants to hear that. But what's even more interesting is this. So, okay, you don't want to hear, hear it when you ask me. There's somebody that will listen, okay? And if they don't, then you know what? I've done it once. I'll do it twice. I'll start my own business. And if you think I was successful last time, just wait. This time around. Then, of course, you say that. Oh, nobody wants to hear it. And then you're successful and then your former employer, and this happened to me, which was my own dad and his partner, wanted to take me to court and sue me because I was being so successful, and I wasn't even taking their customers, although they called me and asked me. I go, no, you got to talk to my dad. My, if my dad says, yeah, I'll do business with you. If he says, no, no, I'm not a piece of shit like people did to me. There's a little bit of principle and moral hazard and ethics there. 
But no, no, you don't want to listen to me when I worked for you and I did what I uh, what you asked me to do. While the other owner's son sat on his fucking ass and then the other owner's stepson did shit that I'm not even going to bring up and now he's running the company. But you don't want to listen to me when I'm doing it and I'm working for you and with you. But God forbid I go, you know what? Fuck all of you. I'm going to do my own thing and I'm successful. Now I'm the bad guy. But nobody wants to hear that. Well, what do you want to hear? I don't know. You just, do you want to hear what you want to hear because you want to hear it? Or do you want to hear things that you never heard before I go oh wow I never even thought of that or Tim how did you how did you learn so much about the financial system or how did you raise your family uh and do your job until 18 until you let a sociopath in your fucking life see nobody but nobody wants to hear that oh no you you must have fucked up you must have did something wrong no, I didn't. And then when I would say things about what was going on, I finally figured it out. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. Why this guy infiltrated my fucking family, my business. And you know what? I don't even talk to my own fucking mother anymore. Oh, but nobody, because this asshole put my fucking dad in the ground. But nobody wants to hear that. What do you want to hear? Yeah, what the hell is FedCoin? Yeah, Fed. it's called FedNow and FedCoin. Um, central Bank, it's Central Bank Digital Coin, I think. SBDC, I'm pretty sure. That, that is the, that is going to be the new, and this isn't me, I know nobody wants to hear this, tough shit, okay? Turn on YouTube, type Peter Schiff, Max Kaiser, and learn what this is. FedCoin is going to be the dollar digitized into more or less Bitcoin with a blockchain technology. It's going to be total control over your fucking money okay so if you're gonna listen to the government and all this environmental bullshit okay am i a fan for polluting the planet absolutely not but you don't think these people knew this in the 70s and all these oil companies and cars that got fucking eight miles to the gallon that they didn't know what they were doing to the planet then you're a fucking idiot okay but now since a lot of these politicians allegedly have a lot of money invested into electric car companies and electric technology and green technology. They're going to shove it up your ass and now they're going to blame it on you because you drove your fucking SUV taking your kids to school. So FedCoin comes in. FedNow comes in. Central bank digital currency comes in, which will now be the dollar. And you're filling up. God forbid your SUV twice a week 
And they're going to go, oh, well, your carbon footprint and this and that. So you filled you filled up twice this week. You're only going to be able to fill up once next week. That is what they're going to do to you. Or I really don't care what anybody is. The health system's been fucked up since Obamacare, and it's tripled in costs. And I know it because I saw the premiums for my people for health insurance. And then with what we just went through with COVID, and I don't care what anybody says, I did it. I took vitamin D3. I took vitamin C. This fucking thing almost killed me. And I let my natural immune system fight it because I'm not getting that fucking gene therapy, GMO, quote unquote, vaccination. Unless you want myocarditis and all other kinds of fucking problems. But nobody wants to hear that. But I would, I would, if anything, if anything, forget all this crap, okay? Forget all of it. Forget about Russia and NATO and Ukraine and the UN and all that, which is all unconstitutional, but nobody wants to hear that. Getting off the gold standard is unconstitutional. Nobody wants to hear that. Inflation is going to go through the roof. You think it's bad now? Look up hyperinflation in Weimar Germany, in Zimbabwe, in Argentina. And we went through it with the greenbacks, but you don't learn that in history because people say we've never experienced it. We have. And all of it's because of the Federal Reserve printing so much money and keeping interest rates low. Look it up, Peter Schiff, YouTube. And find out what the Fed coin is. See, you people, and they're like, they caused the problem and fucked it all up with the fiat money system after they severed. Uh, the gold standard in 71, which was temporary. Look it up. President Nixon severs the gold standard with the dollar, which was temporary. Define temporary. Define transitional. Transitory. Because obviously it means permanent. But the Fed tried raising rates way too late because inflation's going through the roof and the only way you can fight inflation is to raise rates. But inflation is pretty much just printing a shitload of fucking money because they can print as much as they want or create it, which is created through debt, by the way, and not backed by anything of value because we pretty much outspent ourselves. The government can only print as much money as they held in gold reserves. And with the Vietnam War and the piss poor spending and all the entitlement programs, we went beyond what we could print and what we had in gold, gold reserves. That's the gold standard. So Nixon signed an executive order. Plus we were storing gold for countries around the world. And I'm pretty sure it was France and it was held at the uh, uh, Federal Reserve um, location in New York, New York City. And the French came and go, you know, oh, we oui, oui. we see you are having problems with the war. And this and that. We want our gold back. And Nixon said, fuck you. You ain't getting your gold back. 
And that's when all hell broke loose with the fiat money system. But nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> okay. Find out the hard way. Find out when a loaf of bread's a hundred fucking dollars. And this, this is not fear tactics. This has happened in the past. And it's happening here now. Just wait. So the only way you can fight inflation is to keep rising and raising interest rates. Well, we just, because of that, we've had uh, Silicon Valley Bank fail, Signature Bank fail, because those assholes took people's money out of their account and invested into treasury notes that were one or 2% because it was a guaranteed return. But every time the government raises interest rates, it makes those bonds at a lower interest rate um, pretty much worthless. So that affects your bottom line as a corporation on your P&L as a bank because it's a business. So when people and investors are looking at that, they're like, fuck, I'm going to get, I'm going to sell my stock in that bank. And that's what they did. And then people that were giving advice to people for investing said, you better fucking sell your stock and get your money out of that bank if you have it in there. And that's exactly what they did. And that's how this whole thing happened. And all you're doing is putting your money in your checking account and writing your checks to pay your fucking bills, unbeknownst to you. Only 10% of the money you put in there is in there. But nobody wants to hear that. So I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. I, I thought I thought we as a society in the betterment of a whole are supposed to help each other, not take advantage of it and use systems that are supposed to help you be weaponized and used against you. All the political divide, all the gender divide, all the sexual preference divide, all the success that people have had and you would think that you would turn to them and ask them, which I have, but then when you tell them what they don't want to hear, oh, nobody wants to hear that, then don't fucking ask. Because obviously you don't know, but you pretend that you know, and it's apparently a power struggle, or you don't want somebody seeing that you really don't know but you want to put the guys that you do sounds like the government to me. They don't know what the fuck they're doing or even more scary. They do know what they're doing, but they're acting like they don't because they don't want you to know what they're doing. I don't know. Are they really that stupid? Is there, is there some type of narrative or plan to bring the whole system down like the great reset? Klaus Schwab has no reserves telling you what they're doing at the Davos meetings. Oh, we have to get it down here and then make it all bad and then hit the reset button and then you'll be eating bugs and you shall own nothing. But nobody wants to hear that. I guess they do want to hear that because they're listening to it, but they ain't saying anything. What's going on now is nothing new. It's happened with every fucking government in the history of the world, with every country. 
but they just take it and flip it and re-engineer it and weaponize it and use it against you. And it's your fault that you're filling up your car or you're turning your furnace on. I, I'm going to tell you this. Nobody wants to hear this either. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in this industry. They are trying or already successfully on state levels. I think California is one of them to get rid of gas stoves, gas furnaces, anything that burns gas, whatever that is, propane, natural gas. And it all has to be electric. I just saw something cross on Bloomberg last night because I keep it in the background. And I usually turn the volume down because I don't want to listen to these assholes because they're all full of shit and they're told what to say. But there's tickers that go and stories that go. Supposedly, according to Bloomberg yesterday, there is an electric power company that provides massive power in my home state of Illinois. And the town of Elgin, which I used to live in, and <laughs> my hometown's right next door to that, Streamwood, Illinois. And in East Dundee, this mega power plant generating electric provider couldn't provide enough power at a peak demand time in the winter in the winter because everybody's buying a fucking tesla everybody's turn, turning shit to electric and it overloaded the grid and the power company could not provide the the adequate power so they got fined by the government and they just filed bankruptcy because the fine was like $30 million or some bullshit. That is the harbinger. That's the canary in the coal mine. You can't just go, oh, you can't use this shit anymore. You got to go electric when the infrastructure is not even. Wait till they shut down Byron Power Plant in Byron, Illinois, the nuclear power plant that should have been shut down years ago. Which is still online. Wait till they shut that down. You think you got power problems now? Wait till when it's 95 and 100 degrees for more than a week or three days in a row. And they start turning off your power. Or they use a smart meter connected to your digital thermostat, which is supposed to save you all this money. But they don't tell you that they can go in there and lock out your thermostat and set it at 80 fucking degrees when it's 100 outside. Or in the winter, uh, well, we're having power problems and this and that, so you got to do your part. Just like global warming and don't drive your SUV because you're ruining the planet and turn your thermostat at 60 degrees and you're freezing your fucking ass off in the middle of winter when it's zero outside. Wait till that happens. All because coal's bad, natural gas is bad, gasoline is bad, all fossil fuels are bad, 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 bad. CO2 is bad. They're sucking the CO2 out of the fucking atmosphere, according to Mike Adams, the health ranger. They, whoever they are, sucking out the CO2 from the atmosphere, liquefying it, compressing it, and storing it. Um, you ever hear of photosynthesis? Plants need CO2 to breathe to give us oxygen. We need oxygen to survive to give CO2 to the plants. You see how that works? If you stick your meddling bullshit in there in politics... Oh, we got to say the planet CO2 is causing the atmosphere to warm. No, it's not. The sun's causing the fucking atmosphere to run. All heat comes from the sun. And the sun burns hotter through its life cycle. And Greg Braden, 
on the on the series Gia or Gaia on Amazon. It's a channel, an app. Watch him because he did research on this, and they went up to Antarctica and put a core in the fucking earth and drilled miles down and pulled it up. And there's a pattern that we are following exactly with uh, the cycles of the earth and the temperature based on where the planet is and it's positioned in orbit in the universe and around the other planets where, you know, there's, there's a hot cycle and a free cycle. I forget what they call it. A cold, cold something where it's cold as fuck and then it's hot as shit. It's normal. The the planet and it's all about equilibrium. It's trying to find an equilibrium and it's never going to happen because you have external forces doing changing that. Like the weather system here. The weather system is always trying to find equilibrium but it's impossible. So therefore you have changes. You can't change the weather or manipulate it to make it colder or hotter. You you don't have that power unless you want to use thermonuclear weapons and blow the living fuck out of it. Then the planet will be burning at 1800 degrees. I hope you're happy or probably even hotter. But nobody wants to hear that. Okay. So wait till they suck all the CO2 out. And the plants start dying and the trees start dying and we start gasping for air because we don't have an oxygen su supply from the fucking plants because we took their CO2, i.e. we took their oxygen from them. It's a balance system by God or whoever created this planet. We could be a sim game on a fucking computer in the matrix. I don't know. It has been proven that this world is binary. What does that mean? It's all just a big fucking game. There's somebody with a, a PS5 controller in their hand and they're fucking fucking with us using us as Sims. I don't know. But what I do know is that if you take CO2 out of the atmosphere, the fucking pl plants can't breathe and they're going to die. And then we won't get oxygen, so we're going to die. Duh. But nobody wants to hear that. So I don't know, man. I could go on and on and on and on. Tim, you know, what would you do about the dispatch system? Well, this is exactly what I would do. And I say it and I've done it and I proved it. And I used an example. Oh, nobody wants to hear. Somebody turns around and puts her back to me. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> okay, fine. Don't. But I'll tell you what you should hear. You better do your fucking homework. Sorry. I'm t and it's not about me. I already know about this shit. I've been watching these assholes since 2008. And along comes Bitcoin in 2009 with the white papers. And Satoshi Nakamoto, right? Satoshi comes out, whoever that is, pseudo name. I think I may have met that person, but I can't confirm or deny that. There's no way to prove it. It comes up with a digital blockchain currency that meets all the requirements of currency, just like gold. Bitcoin's just digital gold. 
That's all it is to understand it. Just, oh, I don't understand it. And it's, it's digital gold, okay? And you do transactions without a centralized bank through the internet with blockchain technology. Blockchain technology is an accounting system that is set by algorithms. And once it, blockchain technology is, it doesn't figure out what the transaction is. It's what it isn't by algorithms. That's why it takes so much computing power to figure out the blockchain accounting system from, from, from the transaction, from the sender to the receiver. Okay. And it cannot be intercepted. It cannot be altered. It cannot be changed. Once it figures out what it isn't and finds out what it is. It doesn't calculate what it is. It calculates what it isn't. So let's say there's nine different answers in its process of elimination in blockchain technology. So the algorithm says, okay, Tim wants to send a uh, thousand Bitcoin. That'd be nice. Uh, no, I don't want to send it. Tim wants to receive a thousand Bitcoins from this other person. So they send me a thousand Bitcoins, but it's got to go through the blockchain accounting system, which is a ledger. And what it does, as soon as that person sends me a thousand Bitcoins, which would be wonderful, I would give most of it away, but whatever. Try me. Send me some Bitcoin and see what I do with it. Anyway, you hit send to me and it goes through the blockchain system. And now what the algorithms are doing and the miners in the, in the blockchain um, network is all those computers together are trying to calculate what it isn't. And let's just say there's nine, I think there's nine different ways or numbers that it could, that could be used to calculate that mathematic equation. And it goes through which ones it's not and finally figures out by elimination what it is. Then it goes on to the next process and the next process. And that's why they call it a chain. And once the first calculation is done, which is one of many, that is a block of information. So that block is sealed, cannot be altered, penetrated, changed in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Then it goes to the next. Uh, down the chain, all these blocks are connected in a chain and it goes to the next calculation and the next calculation. I don't know how many calculations there are, but there's a shitload of them and you need immense computing power to do this. And then once it finally has the block chain by creating more blocks put into a chain that cannot be broken, it finally gets to the receiver and there it goes into their wallet, and now you have your Bitcoin. Nobody can do anything about it. Period. And back in the day, it used to be total anonymity, but now, oh, well, drug dealers and people in this can do that. We won't even know what's going on. Oh, like a brief, uh, a briefcase full of fucking cash? Yeah, like that. But no, this is bad, bad, bad. So... Bitcoin is a challenge that would, if our government was smart in every other country, they just go fuck this. I'm surprised Putin didn't do this. I really am. That that he just didn't go to Bitcoin. I don't know why. I, I underestimated him on that one. Um, because the more you fight it, the stronger it gets. 
And there's no reason in the world why we should not be using Bitcoin. It's more efficient. It can't be manipulated. You can't, uh, you can't have a false set of books. Not that you would, you can't cheat on your taxes. You can't do this. The government can't just spend money wherever the fuck they want. If they're going to do that and put fed coin in the central bank, digital, uh, currency on us, then what's good for the goose is good for the gander. They should also be held to that, but they won't. I can bet you anything you want. They're not going to use blockchain chain technology because it's a public ledger that cannot be manipulated or changed. But no, no, we can't do that. But but the peasants, no, we need to know what the slaves are doing. It's coming. Don't take my word for it. Because <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. All that's bullshit, Tim. Yeah, okay. There's a lot of other bullshit out there that I've been told that nobody wants to hear. I've been told so much fucking shit and been through so much stuff, and I just don't want to really share it anymore unless somebody asks because I don't even believe it. And if I started sharing what I've been told that I cannot confirm or deny, I would probably be locked up in the fucking loony bin. But I am patient and I'm watching these things play out. Put it this way. I was told by somebody. Okay. And that's what I'm going to tell you. A year ago, I'm surprised they haven't brought the system down, financial system down already. So I guess they were a little bit, a year, a little bit too late. And now it's happening. If I would have said that when I heard it a year ago, oh, you really lost your little rocker, Tim. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> well, okay. Tell me something different that it's not this, this financial system is not failing. And I think they're scared and they're going to be even more scared if you people figure out what the fuck is going on. The banking system is a fucking Ponzi scheme, man. They, they take your hard-earned money or even, God forbid, your retirement money on a fixed income and they take 90% of it and go to fucking, not literally, go to Las Vegas with it and have a great old time on your fucking money. And then if they lose it, then unless, of course, it's finance, uh, backed by the FDIC, which used to be a hundred grand. Now it's 250 grand. And now they just said, oh, fuck it. We're going to do everything because the banking system would have collapsed if they didn't give those people their money back in Silicon Valley Bank. And I think Signature Bank. But they can't do that for anybody, for everybody. So now they're forcing you. Well, if you have a community bank that you've had forever, uh, we're not going to back them up if uh, this happens again and they take your money to Vegas and fucking blow it. Uh, but we'll do it for JP Morgan and Wells Fargo and Citibank and all these other big motherfucking banks. So now you got to take your money out of the bank so you can put it in to the bigger banks so they can take your money and go to Vegas and lose it. But the government's going to bail them out, which means you're going to bail them out. Or if we don't bail them out as taxpayers, they're going to print the money. If they print the money, that's more inflation. More inflation means more inflation. So shit's going to get more expensive. But if they, they are scared to death that you're going to figure that out. 
And don't take my word for it. Because nobody wants to hear that. Do your fucking homework. Because one day you're going to go to use your money and it's not going to be there. And that's not me. That's what's happening. I don't keep my money in my bank anymore. Not after what just happened here. Fuck you. I worked too hard for my money. And I thought if I put my money in the bank, it's my money. No, actually, by law, it's not. It's property of the bank. Go do your homework on that one. That's not your money. Once you deposit in your bank, it's their money. It's their property, not yours. What? Hey, man, I'm just trying to get through life and paying my bills through the system that I was taught to do. But the system apparently is rigged. But nobody wants to hear that. So I, you know, I don't want to tell you. But if anybody thinks with the shit I've been through and everything else and saying things, the problem is what I'm finding is that when people say shit, apparently what they want to hear either about me or a situation that involves me or directly or indirectly. Like, for instance, I thought I had a relationship with somebody back in Illinois. Even though, see, now nobody, well, nobody wants to hear that, Tim. Well, tough shit because the shit she said about me is not true, and I lost a lot of friends about it. But it didn't work out. She had a boyfriend, then she had another guy she's accepting gifts from, but then she tells me that she's going to marry me, and I didn't even ask her to. And she's going to marry me. But I was told she was going to move to another state with this guy that's in another state, and I ruined her plans. And then I finally uh, didn't put up with her bullshit anymore because all I was was a, a fuck and an income so she could continue her plan. And I called her out on it. So then she goes around talking shit about me, and I've lost relationships with friends that I've known since I was a kid because of what she's saying. And they believed it. And then of course, I tell stories like this. Oh, nobody wants to hear that. Well, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. But nobody wants to hear the truth. They want to hear what they want to hear. When my friends should have said, well, it don't sound like Tim. That's not right. But then coming from this person based on what they know of her, they're going to take it for the truth. And then for instance, again, I'm going through my life being totally destroyed by a sociopath. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was that. 27 years with the same woman, 30 years total, two kids, a business. I let this guy and his family into my business and he wanted what I wanted and he was doing things 
uh, that involved uh, and what affected and hurt my daughter. So I told my daughter and then all of a sudden I become a target of a sociopath and he destroys me and gets into my wife's head. I lose my family. I lose my business. I lose my kids. Now I've lost my sister. I've lost my mother. My dad's dead. This asshole buried him in the fucking ground. And I say all this stuff. And then the woman that I loved and was my soulmate and my best friend through thick or thin marriage vows says to my face, I'm going to destroy you and I will protect my son-in-law at all costs, which she put that fucking statement in writing. But you know what? Nobody wants to hear that. And I say, fuck you. So for me to process this and deal with this and truly move on with my life, I have been searching and searching and searching, just like I was going through a divorce, a really good book on divorce. And I couldn't find one. It was only stories about, oh, well, this is my divorce and not even what happened, but it was all about being in circumstances which were uncomfortable, which Sin said from the beginning, this is all about people being uncomfortable and being uncomfortable at a wedding or something where you have to run into your ex and how you dealt with it. I don't, I don't want to deal with that. I want to deal with, I don't give a fuck about that anymore. Okay, fine. Go, go live happily ever with some other person and, and fuck their life up. Okay. That's fine. Try to find happiness with somebody else. All right. Even though I thought you obtained it with me, because I would say the same thing at a point, nothing's perfect, but it was really good. And I wanted to find a book and how you dealt with when somebody says to your face, I'm going to destroy you, sweetheart. Where's those fucking books? Where's the books when supposedly 10% of the society are sociopaths, but you don't know it because they're all intrinsic and they know it. This is a fascinating book, by the way. I, I, bought, I bought it. I was just thumbing through the self-help um, addiction section because that's where this book was. And I just stumbled across it and I'm going by the bindings of the book at the bookstore, Barnes and Noble, blah, 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 sociopath. I'm like, whoa. And I picked it up in this woman. So it's all a pseudo thing. It could be a guy, but it's not, it's not, uh, you know, it's an alias or a pseudo. It's not the person, but they even have a fucking webpage for sociopaths where they congregate and talk and people, people can come in and uh, don't understand it, nor do they want to. But for some reason, the whole thing about this is I want to understand these people, but not to accept them or not to say it's okay. Cause this per the first chapter of this book is just off the fucking charts. I highlighted so much shit. I couldn't believe it. But what this one person that wrote this book, that's an admitted sociopath said this, if one day people find out who we are and what we're doing and how we do it, and they round us up like the Jews and put us in trains to send us to the concentration camps, I hope you have some compassion and empathy for me. And I read that. I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. When that's all these people do is weaponize compassion and empathy and sympathy against you. And you want it for me when you're finally caught and called out because you can't cure a sociopath. You cannot cure 
a pedophile. And you think we're going to accept you with open arms when you're destroying people's fucking lives like mine and knowing that you're doing it in the guise of you're being victimized and you're getting the target, the person you're targeting, you're destroying those people through your first degree loved ones, wife, daughter, sister, husband, mom, dad, son. And you do it without any sympathy or compassion or empathy because you will not be successful until you see them destroyed. And then you falsely manipulated these people who you thought had your back in somehow, some way, which I still don't know. It's got to be uh, a spell or hypnot uh, hypnosis to get somebody to betray you with marriage vows and raising kids and running a business and bound by God. And you're going to listen to some fucking stranger asshole because that's their MO and they admit it. And they just love, they relish when they finally destroy you and falsely convince these people that they're the greatest person on the planet. And I'm here to protect you from the bad guy. Who's the target. And then they just think this guy's Jesus Christ himself or woman for that matter. And they got you fooled and they go snickering about it in the shadows. Well, I fooled those fuckers except one. And that was the target. But nobody wants to hear that. I sent highlights of the first chapter to a friend. And this is what they said. Oh, my God. I dated a person like this. And they acted just like this. And they may be or were or are, are a sociopath. But you're never going to know it. Until it's too late. And then you'll probably be in the loony bin or a lifetime full of therapy because you don't want to hear it. And then when you do find out about it and you figure it out and you try telling people, they don't want to hear it. So they don't want to hear about the bullshit greenhouse effect and if I can ruin in the planet driving your car, which you've been doing for 50 years and you were told that's what you're supposed to do and um, vote Republican because you're supposed to fucking phone ring vote Democrat because you're supposed to and then you start looking into it and it's really they're all on the same team and they don't really give two fine flying fucks about us. And they want to prosecute and make a former sitting president look like a criminal to discredit him when all you're doing is destroying our system and our republic. And you all fall, all fall for it because you don't want to hear it. Well, I'm going to tell you something. At one point, I didn't want to hear it either. But then I'm like, wait a minute. I see the common connection of divide and conquer. And I see a pecking order or hierarchy here. And there is one supposedly here's where it gets really weird. 
The very top of this bullshit is the shadow government, the Illuminati, and other organizations I'm not going to name are running the show. And it goes down from there all the way to us peasants who are paying and supporting for their system. But you don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. Corporations, banks, 2008, they got bailed out. There was the beginning of my financial demise and destruction, which was death by 10,000 paper cuts. And I had to go bankrupt personally and business. Nobody saved me, but they saved the big fucking banks and car manufacturers and all their buddies who were pol politically aligned with them and their friends. But nobody wants to hear that. And it's happening again. They said they would never bail out another bank and they fucking did. Because you know why? If they don't, the whole system will come down. It's a house of cards. But nobody wants to hear that. I just want to live my life and be happy and do what I have to do and put my money in the fucking bank and pay my bills. But that's not the real world, and nobody wants to hear that. So I, I don't care. You don't want to hear it, don't listen to it. But you better listen to this and hear this. Do your homework on FedCoin, the central bank digital currency, uh, SBDC, which is essentially the dollar and Bitcoin blockchain technology digital currency which was supposed to be horrible, but it's good enough for them when it comes to controlling you. And it's coming out in July. And there's nothing you can do about it if you participate in the system. It's the ultimate form of control. It's the only thing they have left. They, they, they're going to control you and weaponize money. And this is the final stage of succeeding in that narrative but don't listen to me don't nobody wants to hear that okay then do your own homework and listen to other people that are saying it because trust me if you don't want to hear it from me you're gonna want to hear it from them again uh jim rickards uh jim rogers uh larry summers is even coming on saying some shit which is amazing because he used to work for the treasury department I think um, Peter Schiff, Max Kaiser, Robert Kurosaki, Mike Maloney. But really, out of all those people, close first and second first is Peter Schiff. He predicted the 2008 meltdown. Nobody listened to him. Oh, nobody wants to hear that, Peter. Ha, 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 ha. Well, he was right. And he, everything he has said recently in the past couple of years that's going to happen is happening now. You should really pay attention to what he says. And then followed in a close second is Robert Kurosaki on his Rich Dad Poor Dad podcast and his books. Um, Max Kaiser would be a close third. Because that's it. That, I mean, if they have you by the balls, by your money, and to control that, you're, there's, there is no freedom and liberties. 
there isn't any, but it's coming. And if it don't work or it's fucked up or whatever, it's going to be your fault because again, you're driving your kids in your SUV to fucking soccer practice and school and whatever. It's your fault. The planet's destroying when in fact it was greed, uh, unregulated capitalism and monopoly monopolies that pulled the oil out of the ground to put it in your gas tank. And back then, since they were making a shitload of money, more money than God, it was okay. Now it's not okay because there's other technologies that they're going to shove up your ass and make you feel guilty to, to basically bring down the power grid because people have stocks in that technology. So there's personal gain to manipulate you and scare you to do what they want you to do. Mark my words, starting this summer, and it's already happening, the electrical, electrical grid is going to fail. It has to. It's just simple common sense. You can't plug in a bunch of shit. When you plug in a bunch of shit in your house on the same circuit, you pop a circuit breaker, right? Because the circuit can't handle the ampacity or the load, okay? It's the same thing when we all plug in our Teslas like, oh, I'm saving the planet and global warming and look what I'm doing and I bought a Tesla. Nothing against them. I think they're amazing. You know, and oh my God, everything is just wonderful. Well, now, and I plug it in at night, which is off peak demand. Well, there's not going to be such a thing because your Tesla supercharger draws 48 amps. And if everybody plugs that fucker in at night, i.e. plugging all the same shit into a circuit into a circuit in your house and you pop the circuit breaker if everybody plugs your teslas in and turns on their electric furnace and or the air conditioner you're gonna pop the circuit breaker i.e. the fucking grid oh but nobody wants to hear that so okay fine don't don't hear it but i would if i were you i'd at least listen to it because normalized complacency, apathy, dismissiveness only gets us to the point of total society failure. And we're in that stage. So I would wake the fuck up if I were you and have an open mind. And I don't care what you think. I don't care what you believe. I don't care who you have in your life. I don't care what's going on with you. I don't care if you're homeless or you're the richest person on the fucking planet and have all the control and the power in the world. You better wake the fuck up. And when somebody answers your question or you ask them about what they think and they tell you and you don't want to hear it because it makes you uncomfortable, don't respond with, oh, nobody wants to hear that. No, you better fucking listen to what I am saying. Not because I'm right, because I've done it and it worked for me. And I have to assume if it worked for me, it works for you, or it will put you on the path to find out what works for you. But there's a train coming and it's being conducted and steered by people in a club. And you're not in that club and it's going to come or it's a truck 
and it's coming down the road and you have your back to it. And if you don't turn around and see it, cause some people are saying, Hey Tim, uh, you might want to know there's a big old truck coming here. If you don't get out of the middle of the street, you're going to get run over. You don't want to listen to that. Cause you don't want to hear it. You're going to get run over. I'm going to tell you something. You better turn around. You better wake up and get the fuck out of the way. Cause it's coming. And that's all I'm going to tell you. Take it for what you want and for what it is. But I would not say nobody wants to hear that.